The Smoker's Lounge Production presents... Mr. Menthol's Entertainment Hour! <laughs> Well, hello, everybody. This is Mr. Menthol's Entertainment Hour. This is this episode. We're just going to talk about like horror movies because, by God, I'm a spooky boy. And who better to do that is the hostess, the nah, I fucked that up. Sorry, guys. The spooky hostess that weighs the mostest, Fat Biggity Bob. Hello. So, yeah, seen any good horror movies lately? <laughs> I finally watched uh, Tucker and Dale. How'd you like it? I fucking loved it. I knew you would. <laughs> I've always hated these hillbillies. Like, bitch, you are one. <laughs> You're like half hillbilly. You fucking chads. <laughs> <laughs> Just a forest full of chads. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Actually, I do know quite a few chads that are, like, really nice guys. And I just use that as a generic term. I've been yeah, on, I've been on Reddit too much lately. Yeah, Chad's, Kyle's, Karen's, you know, they're all out there. Speaking of Karen, I started another Skyrim game. Oh god, you name her Karen? Kind of. Is she always wanting to speak to the Yarl? <laughs> Not yet. But her name is Care K A R no K A R E N. Uh huh. That's Karen. Karen. Oh my god, my voice all of a sudden went Hi. Anyways, so uh, <laughs> so I've actually recently watched a couple of horror movies. Um, one of them's called like Class of 1984 or Summer of 1984. Yeah, don't watch that movie unless you want like some some of the best endings in the fucking world. Yeah, it's kind of hard for me to watch horror because Netflix sucks, and I haven't got Shutter yet. Uh, I'm on Amazon Prime, so. Fuck it, dude. You want my Prime account? Grandma might have one that I can use. It's like, dude, you can just use my Prime account. I don't care. And I have Shutter on Prime. Oh, cool. So you can just whoop right there. So, no, the, this uh, Summer of 84 movie, It's it bangs into the, uh, we get it, it's 1984. You know? <laughs> with all the technology and, and the... With all the technology and, and the euphemisms and the characteristics. I mean, it's very 1984 if you were to watch anything from 1984. So it's like it, they didn't actually catch the, you know what 84 actually was. It was just like, oh, golly gee, there's a serial killer living next to me, guys. And there's always that one kid's like, pussy. And then there's the one really fat guy that was, I'm like, okay, so you have the nerdy kid, the tough guy, the fat kid, and the one that's a conspiracy theorist. Really fucking original. My God. But, dude, the ending is fucking shocking. Like, that's how good this fucking movie is. Like, the ending is that, ga- that damn good. That is the only reason. Fuck, if you can just look up summer of 1984, last 20 minutes, perfect. thought you were gonna have me avoid it because it has snakes and stuff no 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 no. it doesn't have any of that no it's a like it's boring as hell the story is contrived Uh, the the fucking the pacing is just off completely like it's not a pacing for a horror movie well it's it's pacing for like a thriller and you're like oh yeah shit's about to happen fucking nothing happens 
you blow you blow your load so many times in this damn movie. But the ending, I'm going to tell you the ending. Well, I know you don't like. I know you don't mind spoilers. No, I don't. The ending is like the main kid who suspected the cop that lived next door to be the serial killer was the serial killer. Well, the cop obviously got found out and he ran, but he hid in the kid's attic and fucking kidnapped him and his fat little friend. Well, of course it's the fat one that gets kidnapped. It, it gets so much fuckier. They make the kids run in the forests, and the fat one almost makes it back to the vehicle, but the uh, bad guy fucking tackles him down and then slits a 15 year old kid's throat in the movie i'm like holy goddamn! and then the final kid he catches him and throws him against the car and you think oh man there's gonna be some sort of badass fight scene this kid's gonna pick up a rock and bash him in the head multiple times no he said you've spent so much time obsessing over me you're gonna spend your life obsessing over me I'm going to come back for you, and I'm going to kill you, but you'll never know when. You're going to spend your life looking over your shoulder, wondering if it's the day that you're going to die. And on that day, I'll be there to kill you. And the fucker leaves. He gets away. I'm like, oh my god. I was like, what the fuck happened? Like, I think it's my micro. I think it's my headphones that's doing that. Anyways. I'm not hearing anything. Anything at all? No, I hear you, but it sounds normal. Well, it's been cutting on and off, so I'm thinking it's the headphones or the, like, wire. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I can still kind of hear me. So, like, th- that that's, it's fucked. <laughs> like, that is so beyond fucked. Like, I personally, like, absolutely love that ending. Like, it couldn't have been more perfect for me. Sorry, I'm fucking with my headphones. There we go. Just shut it in harder. Well, hold on. I'm going to switch out headphones. Yeah. I'm switching out headphones, guys. But besides Tucker and Dale, have you, like, browsed any horror movie whatsoever? Like, anything that stands out you want to talk about? The only one that truly stands out, and you helped me remember the name, is The Devil's Chair. Oh, yeah, that one. <clears throat> yeah, I totally thought Jace- Jason Statham was in it. No, it's just some other buff British guy. <laughs> British bald guy. What, do they all look the same, mate? <laughs> the answer is yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> you all, all of you bald British guys look like Jason Statham. That's, that's a compliment. Don't try to uh, take over America, Britain. It, it, it's not, not going to happen again. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a bad thing to say? Sorry, my UK listeners, all zero of you, because I have Ireland listening to me and Australia. So good day, mates, you fucking cunts. But anyways, <clears throat> so like one good horror movie that you have or have not seen I don't know where I was going with that thought. <laughs> I, <don't either>. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea where the hell I was going with that. <laughs> Probably off to see the uh, wizard. Oh, yeah, the wonderful. W- Ooh, dude, fucking speaking of. Have you seen Tales from the Hood? Yes. My God. It's been years since I've seen it, but I did see uh, 
dead meats kill count yeah, of yeah. it. So well, I'm fairly refreshed. Well, what about uh, what about Snoop Dogg's Tales of Terror? I haven't actually seen it, but back to what I just said. Okay, so no, actually, he never did Snoop Dogg's Tales of Terror. No, not Tales of Terror. Or he, he did Bones. Did Bones. No, Snoop Dogg's. No, you're fine. No, Snoop Dogg's Tales of Terror is fucking great because he looks at two vampire women in in his limousine and he goes, "You raggedy bitches need to come out the cow." (laughs) And I'm like, "Okay." And they came out with like no fuss, no nothing. Like they're fucking vampires. Like they could tear you in half. And they're like, "Fuck!" If Snoop Dogg called me a raggedy bitch, it must be one. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, think about it. If if Snoop Dogg calls you a raggedy bitch, you're probably a raggedy bitch. (laughs) or you just accept it and move on yeah i mean i I still stand with the uh, if snoop dogg calls you a raggedy bitch you're probably just a raggedy bitch so (laughs) i mean like when it comes just like nonsensical hour of rambling i am the fucking king so and on top of that i'm not low right now so no wonder you were talking about Snoop Dogg. Well, no shit. You, I hear if you say his name three times, he appears in a puff of cloud. Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg. Fuck. <laughs> Snoop Lion, Snoop Lion, Snoop Lion. <laughs> okay, good. You changed that. Good move. Uh, well, snippity diggity. I'm Snoop Lion. The fuck you are. You <laughs> e is lying, Snoop. Now get your Rastafarian, get your six foot five Rastafarian ass back there, smoke some weed, and you know, say fuck the police. Okay, I wouldn't say that to his face. I'm afraid he'd fucking kill me. All right, let's face it. If we asked Snoop Dogg nicely, he'd probably be on the other side of this t- table, like, "What's good? Cracking, cracking. Listen to your podcast, cracking. Yeah, good." I fucking would too, and then I geek out, and I'm like, yeah, "Snoop Dogg, do you like pussy?" <laughs> me too <laughs> it, 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 it's like i could never interview a famous person because you know um i'm like bet midler when she became a sanderson sister just hi <laughs> just really intense like nervous and shaky it's like do you like children i do too <laughs> in a creepy way sit down biden <laughs> biden Nope, nope. Biden's Biden's been here the entire time, just kind of rambling. We turned his microphone off because he wasn't really making sense. Uh, you can probably hear Donald Trump across the table just going, wrong, wrong, wrong. Your son likes Russians. Wrong. I'm like, how the fuck can you make fun of his son liking Russians when you married one? Just, just saying. Just pointing that out. Like, your son took money from Russia. Oh, and you didn't. He's the one in the gulag taking hot dick. <laughs> Thank you, Bert Kreischer. <laughs> wow, I really need to glue those boards up there because that just looks really unsafe. Sorry, man. Fucking squirrel moment. Horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we share a common interest that our favorite horror franchise is Friday the 13th. Yeah. Have you seen um, any of the fan-made films? For the two out there, it's a uh, one's like never hike alone and never hike in the snow. I think I might have seen never hike alone. Yeah, it's only it's on YouTube. It's only like twenty five minutes long. It is fantastic. The one I'm thinking of, 
I think he's fighting Leatherface or Michael. No, Never Hike Alone's only Jason. I don't know what I watched then. Yeah, there's one that's uh, never it's never hike alone, never hike in the snow. I might be fucking those names up, but I got a chance to watch them. Dude, they're really good. Like they're like Crip TV style only for YouTube, but it's Jason Voorhees. And yet again, something I need to get into is Crip TV. Dude, it's I yeah. know it's on YouTube. Just it's just subscribe and start watching. Like man. I know you just you feel as though there's more important shit to do. I e play video games and listen to music and try to sleep. Very true. I am a champion sleeper. No, I'm not. I'm failing. I'm great in bed. I can sleep for hours. I'm not gonna discredit Bobby with that. So. Just jokes to try to make me feel better about myself. I mean, negative jokes to help you make help you feel better about yourself, I guess, but you know. Did you say NATO? Negative negative. Negative. Oh. <clears throat> well, I did figure out if I can't laugh at myself, I have no right laughing at anyone else. Fuck I do. <laughs> well you're there, an asshole. Well there again, I also laugh at myself fucking constantly, so like, I laughed at myself about the fucking, well, after getting screamed at, you know, relentlessly about the fucking frame incident today, so. I was like, wow, I broke my own rule. And I, I laughed about the entire situation because it was funny, you know. This ain't like a fucking molding or a, you know, headlight that we forget. Like, this is an entire fucking frame. I was like, how the fuck do we, how did we fuck this up? I was just following late on that. Yeah, it's true. But <laughs> you asked for oink, I performed oink. And uh, if I recall, you forgot a part today for yes. Silers. And Jordan forgot a part. And Farley forgot a frame. <laughs> well, technically, he Farley didn't forget a frame. Actually, no. Farley was probably the only one who who went one hundred percent today. And I was like, what the fuck? Like it's but but how? Backwards, upside down universe, Stranger Things. Need to watch season one, two, and three. Because <laughs> I haven't. But <laughs> I've only seen maybe one or two episodes of the first season. It's it's not a bad. It's definitely not bad, but it's one of those like you have to be into it. Uh, yawning because I'm tired and high. But <laughs> you you already said you had liquid cocaine's. I got cocaine in a can, baby. Red balls. Hamana, 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 hamana. I wonder how many listens this is actually going to get. Probably like, people... probably like six. People are going to listen to the first ten minutes and go, oh, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it's... Uh, it, it, those movies... I'm going to go ahead and cl- they're short films. I understand, but I'm going to classify them as their like own movies because they're very well done. They're very well scripted. And right now there's some sort of legal dispute between the original director, writer and creator of Friday the 13th. And I think Sony, I'm not sure it might be paramount of, I, I could get fucked those up completely. Um, it's a, uh, there's some sort of legal dispute of who actually owns the rights to, you know, the likelihood of Jason Voorhees and whatnot. 
And that's why we haven't seen an update on the video game. That's why we haven't seen a new one since 2009. And it's just... Yeah. And I kind of think serial killers took the back seat in popularity to... Like paranormal, paranormal ghost type videos. Yeah, which thank you, paranormal activity. No, it's actually thank you, the conjuring. Well, that whole yeah genre uh, started. Yeah, and people don't want to be see people don't want to see hack and slash anymore. They're like, oh, we've seen it, pussies. Like, oh, we've seen it. There ain't nothing there. This is not artistic. I'm like, look, fuckers. A lot of the horror movies that we watch may not have like. Oscar-worthy performances, but goddamn, where the story's good, I can hear that. <laughs> that is so cool. But damn, no, it was not a bubbler. It's my water <laughs> bottle, people. Right. <coughs> it really was his water bottle, but it's just one of those. Uh, people think that they've seen everything a slasher film can give them, but really, watch the storyline. And look at the kills. Let's see how creative they get. And I don't mean mm-hmm. like really creative, like, oh, well, this bitch got hit by a semi and flew into a briar patch of fucking thorns. Barbed and, wire yeah, and, and rusty and, metal. And got cut up into a thousand pieces. And for some reason, she was still alive and a coyote came and pissed on her nose. You know, and <laughs> No, none of that. But I want to see like, you know, I, I want to see like apical kills that nobody's really seen. Like, oh, I can't remember the movie. I think it's the wrong turn on the left. Where these guys think that they killed the daughter, and they didn't. And she ended up going to her house because they told her, like, hey, we're going to rob your fucking house after we kill you. And I'm like, okay, you just want to hammer the point home that they're bad guys. We get it. You know, the ski mask and don't tread on me tattoo wasn't, you know, obvious. But but they get there, and her, her mom's a fighter. Like, one of those, like, last girl style fighters. Her dad's a fucking doctor. And an electrician for some reason. And she ends up warning them like, hey, there's people breaking into the house. I'm almost dead. And her dad's a doctor like, fuck, let me sew you up. All right, fam, ride or die. (laughs) And these guys break in and they fucking kill them. But the last kill was so memorable because this guy goes, you know how microwaves work, son? It's like you take the hinges off and then you just solder a piece of metal to where the lock is. And the microwave will think that the door is shut. Thusly, I can activate it. Also, I have disconnected every nerve nerve ending in your spine, so you cannot move, but you feel absolutely everything. And then he proceeded to microwave his head on fucking baked potato settings, <laughs> and it, of course, it exploded. But it was like, but that was like, wow, you explained how everything worked. Damn, why isn't this a bigger movie? Like, fuck, like that was so cool. Or uh, the movie You're Next. Talk about, like, Final Girl Retribution in that damn movie. Like, she was a bad bitch. She killed a man with a blender. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, she, I know like, what you're talking like, about smashed now. the blender over him, and then it was like, oh, look, sharp dangly parts. Top of the head. Plug that bitch in. Puree. <laughs> Smoothie. <laughs> I'm like, well, fuck, that's not how they work, but damn. <laughs> Imagine. I mean, there's probably a hundred different ways you could stab someone, and everyone's different than the time before. Yeah, I mean, okay, so, so it's this: like everybody's seen a good gut stab, mm-hmm. and you know that that's gonna kill them. It really isn't, but 
but that, you know, that impairs them or everybody's seeing the shoulder stab or the throat stab or, or the stab to the heart, you know, and you're to blame, but well, that's actually shot through the heart, but, but thinking like the stabs, like you don't fucking see, like getting stabbed in the forehead and like, and having the knife broken off or, you know, like stabbed upwards through the eye into the skull. I'm like, those are, those are, that's the shit that you, that they're coming up with. Like, I'm going to stab you through the shoulder, like through the, through the bicep and cut the top of your bicep off. Like I seen that in a B rated and I'm like, Ooh, Ooh, good one. Disables the arm. And on top of that, you know, it, it does so much than just disabling the arm, but it's just one of those, like that looks so good. And practical effects are, are, are necessary for a fucking good horror movie. Oh Yeah. That's part of the reason why I love horror movies is the practical effects. That was my dream was to do practical effects for movies. So go do it. I would love to. But I got to get my life in more of a line than it is. Dude, sign up for Tom Savini's art school. Like, that's what he does. He teaches you how to make masks, practical effects. And on top of that, you got a degree from Tom Savini. Tom fucking Savini. You'll have any job you want. You'll be able to quote your own prices and like everything. And if, like I said, you're a graduate from Tom Savini Art School, dude, A, you get the fuck out of this town. You get to see the world. You can travel wherever the hell you want. You can just keep a studio in your RV. Down by the river! Exactly, down by the river. Like, man, that's, dude, I fully support you doing that. Like, going to Tom Savini's Art School. Because... And this is coming from a place of love, Bob. You know, you don't have kids. You don't have a you know old lady. You know, you're taking care of your grandma right now. But does your grandmother want to see you just work a nine to five? That's probably not going to go anywhere. Or does she want to see you succeed? More than likely wants yeah. to see me succeed. If you that show- way I can move out and she can move to Florida. Uh-huh. So you just show her like, hey, grandma, you know, I got accepted into Tom Savini's art school in California. You know, I'm moving to Cali. And you, you, I'm not saying you're like, oh, just, you know, save up everything and, you know, move out there like you're fucking 19. You have a job at the you know stop and shop. No, what I'm saying is, is that, you know, she's not going to sit there. You're going to pay off your car to her and save up as much money as humanly fucking possible. Then you're gonna get in your, your get in your car with the belongings that you have. You almost said Prius. I, I know. You're gonna get in your Pontiac <laughs> with all the belongings you have, and you're gonna trek that bitch down to fucking California. I think you'd thrive there personally, especially in that school. Oh hell yeah, that shit I'd love to do. Just pack up and say fuck off. Yeah. But truly, and I know I need to get over it, but I don't think my art's as good as everyone else thinks it is. You're always going to see a flaw in your art because you made it. Yeah. You, 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 that's just you. That's just what you're going to do. But you're, I've seen art way better than yours by people that I know. But here's the thing. You have your own style. Like, and people... And I know a lot of people say, well, no, Bob copies his style. Like, no, he might get inspiration from it. And that is true. 
you know, in some styles he does copy, but he doesn't like trace over it and say, Hey, look, it's mine. Like, no, he still draws it. Like he still has that talent to do that. And like, and I kind of look at people and like, and I kind of criticize them. I'm like, who are you to say that? Like, can you paint a fucking mural? Can you draw as good as Bob? No, you can't shut the fuck up. My God. But it's, uh, but it's something, it's not like art on paper. It's art on people. Oh yeah, I know. And I, I've dabbled a little into it. Okay. They've probably heard this story before, but when I met you, it was yeah. at Fuzzy's Freak Show. Yeah, huh? And I dabbled a little bit with some paper towel and liquid latex and base Yeah, paint. basic. Yeah, just ba- basic stuff. And years later, I posted one of the pictures around Halloween, like I do. Yeah. And my uncle messages me asking if I'm okay. <laughs> and it was just a quick... Oh, I remember that. The eye makeup one. With the slash. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Like where it looked like I banged my head off something. Yeah. And see, when I get prosthetic like that, the first thing I do is I go uh, grab a color palette and make sure that the entire prosthetic is actually the same color as the skin I'm working on. And when that happens, I usually do the uh, you know blood inside of the cut and all yeah. that shit, make it a little and bit more I prominent. Use, I and... use some fake blood afterwards. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know fake blood's easy to make, but uh... even easier to buy. <laughs> really, it is. But on top of that, it's like all that is so easy to do, but that's like basic learner level shit, man. Like, I think you could, you know, I took it to the level where I was making masks out of latex and being able to pour molds. And I did that strictly off books and YouTube videos. Like I, that's how I taught myself. But I, unfortunately I got really good at it and I'm like, you know, I just, I got killed on it. It's 36 hours to hand make one fucking mask and I ain't getting paid for this shit, but latex is expensive and molding is expensive. Oh, fuck you guys. Um, you know, when I first started uh, wanting to attempt it, I was also watching Face Off. Yeah. The uh, costume thing. And I was like, oh, I want to do this. And really. And I'm a procrastinator. Depression got in the way. Excuse, excuse, excuse. Uh-huh. Excuse. That's all, that's all it is. I tend to get comfortable with things. So, yeah. That's the thing, Bob. Don't get it's I see potential in friends like I see your potential to be some like great artist because you do have a particular set of detail you have a way to do it and you have an ability to absorb anything taught to you and applying it and you end up being extremely good at it and then nobody does that whole like little massage thing everybody wants to critique everything you're not as good as him you're not as good as him so I mean, with practice, you will be. You'll be better. It's not the whole, oh, practice makes perfect. No. Practice makes you better. Yeah. You never stop practicing. That's why medical doctors have a practice, not a profession. You know, there's not one doctor better than the other, but it's... There is one doctor better than the other. What? Doctor Strange is better than Doctor Who. Well, no shit. Never seen Doctor Who, but I just I, wanted I tr- to start a war. Man, I tried watching. It's not a bad show, but it's not my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> but I do get all the references and shit to it, so it's not like I'm, you know, a complete fucking plebeian. But I've seen a few episodes on YouTube and 
It, it, it's like it's interesting, but it's not. Eh. And I mean, everyone has their own nerd side, and that's perfectly fine. No, that's fine. Like, man, tax time, I'm buying the Tortured Souls collection. Like, yeah, I have my own nerd side. I have no idea what you're talking about. Just a Google Tortured Soul. Like, Google Tortured Souls, uh, Todd McFarlane. Oh. The, like. I, as soon as you said Todd McFarlane, it's either comics or action figures. They're action figures. Man, they are so beautifully detailed, and they are grotesque. And fucking think of him looking at the Hellraiser ca- cast and went, I can make that more fucked up. And he did. <laughs> so I'd fucking admire that man. He's looking it up. I am. Apparently I misspelled too. Thank you, Google, for recorrecting. Recorrecting. So corrected you once and then did it again? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just that dumb. <laughs> Tortured Souls <laughs> does not have a fucking <laughs> ampersand. <laughs> oh, apparently he's done Freddy, Michael. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's done them all. Ash, a chestburster, and I don't know what the first one is. But these are pretty cool. It's like Cinnabites gone crazy. Cinnabites gone wild. Woo! Anyways. <laughs> but. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> Anyways. So, um, we're big Letter Kenny fans on top yeah. of that. <laughs> Holy shit. Allegedly. Allegedly. But, uh, no, man. I definitely at least look into it. Because, I'm not gonna lie, this town zaps people's fucking potential. Like, in order to prove that, Meters, you know, just had a podcast with him left for Portland, Oregon to open up his own masseuse practice. But the man got his degree outside of Richmond. Like when he was doing classes here, it's it, it drained him. It's this fucking town. This town's a horror movie. And we don't even get to enjoy it. No, like we're the fucking backup cast. We're there to get killed. That's it. Like he left doing his own thing, man. Like, yeah, he goes, it sucks, but, you know, he got to move. I'm definitely proud of him. Oh, no, we're all proud of him. Like, like that that's, he, he, he knew what he wanted. He went after it. And, you know, despite everybody else saying like, oh, well, you're this, you're that. And he just went, I don't think I am. So I'm going to do that. You know, depression, kicking his ass, everything else, kicking his ass. He still did it. And it's not because he's a stronger person. It's because he, he he had that need to, that want to. And I know people get comfortable. 
Like, I'd love to do this shit as a living. Oh, my God, I'd love to be a podcaster for a living. Or be on the radio or something like that. Just something that deals with, you know, audio, like voice actor, something like that. But, you know, I can't. I'm in a different situation. I can't just fuck off. I mean, I could, but there's going to be a lot of people hating me. <laughs> like, how dare you abandon your kids? Like, yeah, they sucked anyways. <laughs> just kidding, kids. I love you. <laughs> But I'm in that position. I'm in a position where I have to, I want my children to succeed further than I did. But I also don't want to work a nine to fucking five every goddamn day. It's just a rat race. It's repetitive bullshit. It doesn't mean anything. I'm working to get somebody else rich. I don't like that. Like, I don't want to be rich. I just want to be okay. Comfortable. Not even comfortable. I, I want, I want to make enough money to where I can save. Like, I've never been able to do that. It's not like I'm, you know, frugal with my money or frivolous and I just fucking, you know, like, oh, I'm going to throw it away on, you know, cocaine and strippers. Meh. No, no, it's it's nothing like that. It's, you know, I have. like mustache. <laughs> meh, But, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to buy a house, get it bought. I'm trying to, you know, I have a house payment. I have a car payment. I have a insurance i have you know utilities that run pretty damn high and i have you know and then and then everybody in my house is just you know they need entertainment so i'm like okay fuck it hulu and all this other shit and you know i have a phone bill to pay and and i have groceries to buy and it's just like everything drains me to the point where i don't get to save money because if i save back the money that i have extra we don't eat or you know we're like one of us goes without something and, and something important like medication or is just bad shit. And I make a decent amount of money for, you know, living in Indiana, but at at the same time, it's like, damn, I'd like to, you know, put two, $300 back into an account and just not touch it. I can't do that. I'd love to do it here. Like I'm, I'm currently chasing this platform. But everybody's like, well, you need a social media account. You're probably right. <laughs> I mean, I help out. I'll sh- I'll share po- podcasts every now and again. I need more than now and again. <laughs> I need everybody to share it. You hear what? that? I'm even going to start doing it. Share this shit. Yes, be sure that I can quit my job and, and sit behind a microphone and entertain you. Like the trained monkey I am. Are Bang. you not entertained? You know, my 16 listeners will say, no, we are. <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty entertained, but, you know, I understand that my my, uh, my podcast is a very niche genre. You know, it's anybody for like 24 to 38 and male and all, all this other shit. And like, I get that. Like, I've, I've read my analytics, but at the same time, like, that's not my target audience. My target audience is fucking everybody besides kids. No, 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 no. Okay. Not like that. Not like that. You know, fucking commas save life. But <laughs> I can't comma a speech, but it's like, I, I'm, I'm not there to, to like anybody that's like 18 and older. That, 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 that's my demographic. And, you know, it, it's, at the end of the day, it's just like, okay, we're going to listen to this fat guy talk. It's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, what's different than watching and you know, listening to anybody else? They're like, oh, I'm going to listen to him because he's got a special guest that was once in a movie that I liked. I'm like, that's all it fucking takes for you, Lemmings? Goddamn. Like, hold on. Let me spend $10,000 to have, you know, fucking 
Chris Hemsworth sitting next to me and just go, right? I don't know who the fuck you are, mate. <laughs> okay, why'd you tilt your head and look over at the chair like, Hemsworth. Actually, it's more oh, like what? Thor's hammer. <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> <laughs> Can I pick it up? I'm worthy. <laughs> good God, man. But it's this is what I want to do. And, you know, I've taken spare money to, I mean, I push aside money a little bit. No, I don't save it. I'm just like, okay, well, I'm going to take the $65 extra and I need to get new microphone cables or I need to do this or I need to do that. And then I realized like, well, fuck for me to go to the next level, it's going to be a few hundred fucking dollars. This is like a really bad mobile game, but it's life. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> life. The not mobile game. Yeah. That's why today we got a sponsor. No, we don't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing this shit out of pocket and it's expensive. No, but I I actually, um, yeah, Anchor FM actually sponsors us. So I I was going to go for the joke. The easiest joke out there. (laughs) Raid Shadow Legends. (laughs) No, thank you. Um, Actually, yes, if you sponsor me, fuck yeah. But, (laughs) um, like, if I can make a certain figure amount here. I would quit my job like and and respect, obviously, like, hey, here's my two weeks, blah, blah, blah. But I would I'd like, OK, I treat this like it was a real fucking job, like eight hours a day in this bitch. I'm going to record some fucking content and, you know, I'm going to keep fixing up in here to make it more and more soundproof. I mean, we're almost in the middle of the woods or middle of nowhere. Different kind of soundproofing, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm still thinking about horror movies. Sorry. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, it's uh like I know we did a like top 5 favorites. And really I know I based my top 5 favorites off of the importance of that film except for fucking Friday 13th Part 8. But <laughs> that was for me. But uh no it's like Okay, you've seen the movie The Thing, right? With Kurt Russell and doing the blood test and all that. And it's been years, but yeah. Rewatch that movie nowadays. Dude, that movie holds its value so good. And it's such a... Just, it puts you on your edge on, on paranoia. And that's such a good fucking practical effect movie. And oh my god, I'm a dick rider on it. But Ride that dick. Oh, I bounce up at least a foot. But, uh... What? I like how you looked at me like you're like, like you're silently judging me, but in reality, you can see it. <laughs> Things you can't unsee mentally. Where's the blur- brain bleach? It's like, sorry, I want to take sorry. a I want to take a big sip of that unsee juice as you put water to mouth. <laughs> Son of a bitch is chucking it. It's like a two gallon container. A 64 ounce and there was a chunk of ice preventing water flow. Right. You just want to sip the unsee juice of me bouncing on a. <laughs> never mind. On the thing's dick. <laughs> yeah, on the thing's dick. Wait a minute. <laughs> the thing. I'm trying to think. Okay, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> just follow the tracks. But I have tyrannophobia. I don't have track marks. 
By the way, guys, that's a fear of needles. Good old Mr. Menthol is deathly afraid of needles. He'll pass out if he sees one. But it's totally different for a tattoo needle. Not the same. I know. But Well, some people aren't as smart. You have tattoos? That's bullshit. Like, no, no. Tattoo needles are fine. I can see those, hold those, play with those. Those are fine because they have two completely different purposes. One's to stain my body with ink and the other one's to stain my body with fear. Okay, there's the difference for me. I hate that. I hate it when people are just like, oh, I don't have a phobia. Yeah, you do. Everybody has one. I was never scared of needles growing up. I think it was just the pain and overhyping it in my head. Yeah. And then just... Well, my veins roll, so it was always a bad experience. Yeah, so it, mine's just... I don't know where mine came from. Like, I took my booster shots like a champ and everything. Just one day I looked at a needle. I'm like, and pass out, apparently. I'm kind of the same with snakes. Like, you just don't know what happened. It's just your brain's just like, hey, you know what you're afraid of now? That. I'm like, yeah. But why? <laughs> and it's fucked up because growing up, I would handle snakes. My mom's friend was the reptile lady for 4-H. So, like, big big pythons, I just, I can't think of all the names for them because the flip switch. Yeah, just The nope. switch flipped and broke. Just nope noodles. <laughs> nope bras. <laughs> but. There was one way to get me to hold a snake after the fear started, though. <laughs> you can hold this teddy if you can hold the snake. Man, me and her weren't even fooling around at the time, though. Seems like, you can look at my titties for you hold the snake. You wrapping that bitch up like a tie. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would sit there, hold it, staring at titties. See, I like snakes, man. Like, See, it's and, weird. I find them fascinating and terrifying at the same time. Oh, yeah. It's like, like, I'm every chance I get, I'm slowly trying to make steps away from this. See, I tried with the needles. And I just came to the conclusion, fuck them. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Because uh, actually, uh, Sparky has my uh, still has a picture of me when I first first needle that has entered my veins since a booster shot. Well, since other times that I care not to explain on here, but um, uh, just to say things that gave me PTSD, but um. Ever since then, so you got to think it was like a solid like 13 years since I've even seen one. And I literally passed the fuck out. Like I just fainted. Done. Out. And he just, and this asshole took a picture of it. (laughs) He's click. And I'm like, cool. Send it to me. (laughs) You trained them well, don't you? I know, right? Well, it's like, if you remember correctly, when I'm, I'm not sure if you were there for that show. Probably not. Um, We had a show out here in the courtyard and it was like fucking almost 100 degrees outside so you know we're wrestling outside and i know i just i just did the main event with fred and i am hyperventilating i'm overheated and the crowd is chanting encore i'm like fuck okay we gotta get and you know of course michael comes up and goes hey we're gonna give him one more match and i'm like okay cool that's fine give me 15 minutes to sit in front of this fan though i need to cool down and he goes and your encore event i'm like oh good god so he called us out there, and we're working this fucking six-man tag. And I looked at Michael, and I was like, dude, I am overheated. I'm having an asthma attack. Take me out. And so he heard 
beat you over the head repeatedly with a fucking staircase or a fucking folding ladder. Sure, let's do that. And he is, bl- and I mean, I'm out. I'm unconscious, bludgeoning my head with a folding ladder. And there's Anthony. He takes it from him and fucking kicks him. <laughs> He's, what are you doing? <laughs> so, and whenever he did that, um, <laughs> I remember I rolled underneath the ring because I thought, ooh, shade, cool. Now, the rest of the story is told to me secondhand because I don't remember any of it. I remember coming to with my face being freezer burnt and M&M's my throat. I started having a seizure. Apparently I was under the ring for like a good solid 45 minutes before anybody thought to ask, Hey, where's the promoter? So <laughs> like we need to get paid, but it was, uh, I was there and I was unresponsive. So they picked me up and put me in a freezer because that's the thing to do. Apparently Um, I am sitting on a cooler with my head in the freezer, throwing up M&Ms because they're in my throat and my mother's trying to massage them down. I'm like, I understand chocolate opens up the airways, but um, these are candy coated. Like unless you're expecting my airways to open up when they digest in four hours, I don't think it's going to fucking work, you know? And I look over and there's a lot of people concerned and I'm throwing up and I'm just, it's just a bad time. Look over and there's Anthony eating a Sherbert push pop just next to me <laughs> because in the freezer, there was Flintstones push pops and he decided that looks delicious. <laughs> he just started eating it next to me as I'm dying and I wouldn't have it any fucking other way. That's fucking Anthony for you, though. But if I'm dying and nobody can fucking do anything about it, enjoy yourself. Don't get down because of me. (laughs) That's such a morbid way to think of anything. (laughs) Oh, speaking of morbid, you should tell them what you told me at work today. Which one? Uh, Right after we loaded up the wrong frame. I don't remember. How you want your remains? Oh, yeah. No, no. Everybody knows that. You know, I want my remains to be spread in Disneyland. Also, I don't want to be cremated. And um, I paid $50 for a lawyer to draw that up in a contract. (laughs) So my wishes must be met. Hey, here's a a contest. Uh, uh, If this particular podcast episode gets like 20,000 views, I will pick people to fucking do this for me after I die. Like, I will write you in a contract and everything. Like, you have to pick a body part. By the way, my heart and my penis is already spoken for, so can't do that. But I have a perfectly good butthole. Slightly used. <laughs> Low miles, you know. Don't let them lie. That thing's wore out like a mm. used car tire. It's bald. <laughs> it is bald, actually. I shaved my ass. Anybody got a problem with that? Good. Okay. <laughs> And if you do have a problem with that, it's like, you're not a real man. You shave your ass. I'm like, you know what? How about you come over here and fuck me like a real man? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's the best insult ever. <laughs> fuck me. Why don't you come over here and fuck me yourself, pussy? I mean, really? Speaking of, like, insults like that, like, why is calling somebody a pussy? Like, man, pussies can take some shit, man. Like fistings and birthing, and I saw a nigga fit his head in there one day, and I'm like, wow, that's a mannequin. And then she moved, and I went, that's not a mannequin, that's a real woman. Oh my God, he's ha- he has a hat. 
<laughs> he has a really old hat, but <laughs> I'm like, you know, like you calling me that's just essentially saying that I'm tough and I'm elastic and I can adapt to any situation inside of me. So I'm like, okay, call me a pussy. That's fine. I'm going to call you a, I'm going to call you a fucking nutsack. You know what I'm going to call you a nutsack for? Because I can flick that and it's going to put you down. That's why. I would call you a dick, but you're not real enough. So I'm going to call you a dildo. <laughs> God, I love being insulted to my face. Uh, it makes me feel so much better. I'm, I think I'm one of the few people who actually will insult you to your face. I don't see why. I mean... Well, up until I got to actually know you and found out we're related... Uh, you kind of put, you kind of had that, uh, mean, you have ret- resting bitch face. Oh, I know. I did that on purpose. I just didn't want a lot of people to talk to me, but you know, I didn't want to intimidate anybody. It's like, oh my God, he's going to kick my ass if I say something wrong. It's like, no, I'm just going to insult you until you cry into your pillow at night. <laughs> like 37. 37. In a row. Huh? <laughs> so confused. I It was going to be a joke about how many times you've done it to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then clerks kicked in, and I'm like, 37, 37 in a row. <laughs> My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks in, in a, a row. row. <laughs> but. <laughs> Man, but... how many awesome chicks do you know? That will bring you lasagna at work. One. She is the one. Yeah, if I ask her, like, hey, honey, can you bring me that old lasagna that's in the fridge? I am hungry. She will be like, oh, hell yeah. Eat this bitch. This motherfucker is too high to get the reference. I am. Another clerk's reference. When Silent Bob actually opens up and talks towards (laughs) the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You got to think, I've seen clerks... Once, and I've seen Clerks 2 once. I don't know why I haven't rewatched him. I just retained as much as I could from him. Like, you know, the salsa shark. And uh, I remember, we're taking porch monkeys back. (laughs) I thought that was so fucking hilarious. Honey, you can't taste the racism. (laughs) And Clerks 2 is where I get my favorite line ever. You never go ass to mouth. And I say that as a joke. Live your life. Eat the booty. I don't care. Just don't kiss me afterwards. Man, I'm different. I go ass to mouth. And I get it. If you if you get in there, clean it out, all that. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's but a process. To me, no matter how clean you get it, there's still going to be poop particles. There's poop particles on your fucking toothbrush. I don't use a toothbrush. That's information they didn't want to or care to hear about. <laughs> it's like you get poop particles in your toothbrush. Anything within six feet of your toilet actually has a poop particle on it. It's going to happen. That's just, it's just how it is. It's real life. And I get that. So I'd rather, you know, get it from the source. <laughs> Not the toilet. The toilet is just the middle ground. The toilet is the distributor. You know, the toilet is Walmart. <laughs> that was a cooler. But... <laughs> No, it's a freezer. Freeze up. <laughs> she sounds like a classy lady. <laughs> Anyways. I honestly forgot about being on a microphone and having my cooler full of ice. That's fine. But uh, it's better than a binder full of women. But Romney. 
But uh, damn you, Romney. But uh, it's uh, yeah, I mean horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said binder full of women, and I all of all I thought was a meme about fucking Leatherface and his Facebook. <laughs> Hey, do you remember this one chick came through a couple of summers ago? Oh, let me check my Facebook. Opens book. Full of faces. Motherfucker. I was drinking my rock star and now it's in my nose. Oh, I can smell the fruit punch and cocaine. Uh. Oh. Ha. Fucking clog sinuses and trying to do the cocaine sniff joke I always do. I hurt myself in confusion. <laughs> Poor Snorlax. I don't know. There's Panda Pokemon now. Yeah, Pancham and Pangoro. I think so. I don't know. I have them. I've caught them. They're on my DS. It's just I don't really pick up my DS and play it anymore. You should play with your DS more. I probably should, because I'm really on the edge of selling it, so. And I'm partially on the edge of selling my Xbox. Like, I'm really on the edge of selling my DS, because, uh, money. But, so all my listeners out there, if you want a, uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon Edition Black, Nintendo 3DS XL, and about mint condition, and three Pokemon games, including... Alpha, X, and Sun with two carrying cases. Let me know. 200 bucks. That's all it costs. And it was like, that's too high for 3DS XL. Okay, go to fucking Amazon and type in that particular one. It's still on there for like $200. Without a charger. Mine will come with a charger. And two carrying cases. And three games. And a protective sleeve over the, over the DS. Like, good lord, guys. That's actually a really good deal. But... <clears throat> It's a, like, okay, we're going to have to, uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I don't go blah, 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 blah. So, but no, man, like, horror movies nowadays are shit. Let's face it, they are. Everybody's jumping on the, uh, uh, well, we got to make this as real as possible bandwagon. Like, okay, no. I watch Freddy and Jason and all that because I know that if a six foot eight fucker in a hockey mask has a machete and he's looking at me with murderous intent, I'm running. Or shooting and running. And I'm not stopping. Sorry, I'm not. I am not stopping. I'm not stopping until that motherfucker is gone, gone. Like, I am faster than you. I can run faster and longer than you scared than you can mad. So, fear can make this fat man run. I've seen it. But, like, yeah, phobias. That's what I was getting ready to talk about. Um, but, like, yeah, when I saw you run from that snake, I'm like, uh, I thought something, like, serious happened to you. But you made it, like, 300 feet in a second to my front door. And I'm like, for one, I'm impressed. For two, what the fuck's going on? Then you went sniss, 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 and I'm like, oh, gotcha. I'll go take care of it. And it was dead, but still, I understand the fear. It's just like if I see a fucking, you know, heroin needle on the ground, I just go, okay, I'm going to walk across the street. Fuck that. I'm going to go blend in with that group of pimps over there. <laughs> but it's uh, like, even like working at a home attractions, one thing we never actually did was 
phobias. Because here's the difference, people. Phobia is terrifying that you have to face it and you can't run away from it like you usually do and get comfortable. And people are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to use that. Okay, for one, you're a cheap scarer. I fucking hate those. I want to make them scared on a different level. Like phobia, that's the kind of like unsafe level where like people can, the, they're going to activate fight or flight. And, and what if they just so happen to fight in that particular instant? And if they fight and something goes wrong, then like you guys don't think about that. Or I'm over here like, uh, okay, we can scare them this way, this way, this way, this way, and this way. And I'd rather have that fight or flight be just instant. Just that random burst of energy where they're just either going to run or be like, ah, fuck, and put their dukes up. That's fine. But phobias, like, people will fight to get away from that shit. And I mean fight, fight. Like, they're going to punch anybody that they see fucking fight. And uh, we don't want that. And that's just that's just a cheap move. It really is. And in our, in our terminology, that's a pure bitch move. No, no, seriously, that is. That is a bitch move. Mainly because, you know, okay, I understand that people are, have a fear of clowns. And we had a clown maze. But clowns are inherently fucking creepy. But we never had needles and snakes and spiders and all that bun- bullshit. I wanted to. I wanted to do an entire phobia room. But, like, thinking about it and discussing it with Joey, you know, it was a bad idea. Like, it's a good idea to get a cheap scare, but it's a bad idea just to do that. And then comes the second motto. If you can't scare them, have fun with them. Exactly. Don't get mad if you can't scare somebody. Just oh, okay. Make oh, them laugh. Okay. I'm glad we're on this topic. Uh, it was either late last month or early October. Mm-hmm. I went to Land of Illusion. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which I love haunts. I love working haunts. Yeah. But my fear of snakes prevents me from going through most haunted houses. Because... Last time I went, I went through the haunted caves. Yeah, you. A few years ago. Yeah, when Joey. Yeah, yeah. He literally yeah. reached behind him and me and pulled me into him. Because we all know big fear of snakes, and it's a cave system. Yeah, there's there snakes. might be snakes there. Yeah, there's snakes. And out of pure generosity or uh, pure genuism, genuineism. Trying to be genuine. Yes. Yes. Joey asked if there were any snakes in here. Yeah, and they lied and said no just to get you. Yeah, that's bullshit. And later on, I thought I saw the cameras and the setup in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put that together later on. Well, we're going through. It's a group of three of us at the time. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, a giant animatronic snake pops in my face. I was 25, let's say. Uh-huh. Damn near a grown-ass man, about to fall over, piss himself, and crying, yelling fuck as many times as I... Like, as fast as you saw me run? Yeah. That's how fast I was saying fuck in two seconds. Yeah, but, like... Like, back to the topic of if you can't scare him, have fun with him. Like, you said you were going to Land of Illusions that, you know, kind of tricked a memory. I'm curious about that story now. Oh, it was... a, A similar thing happened... We went through a jungly type scene, yeah. and just out of instinct, Joey tries to pull me close, just in case. Yeah. But at this point, I'm focused on the ground, because we're going over a bridge. I don't yeah. know if it's going to start wobbling, or... And I... <laughs> One of the things, they drop you in an elevator. hmm Literally, the floor just shakes real rough. 
Yeah. I, uh, I clapped my nuts. <laughs> I left with my balls hurting. Well, and I'm not saying that, like, horror, like, like haunted houses are fucking, you know, like, overdone or anything like that. They're definitely not, but it's definitely about the quality of the scare. Like, if you, you, re- if you have a 10-man crew and you're relying on fucking animatronics, sorry, I'm bored. But if you're interactive and you're into it, I'm going to make you into it with me. Like, it's just one of those, like, it's really, really hard to scare me in that aspect. But oh, throw a pop scare at me. I'm not expecting. I'll jump. Yeah, and that's fine. That's I'll that's, scream out, I, but I enjoy that. Yeah, that's fun. But the thing of it is that, you know, if you go to a scene and somebody's trying to scare you, and you just kind of look and go, meh. That kills the actor's spirit. And they're and it just gets so much worse. It's it's a downslope from there. Don't be that fucking person. If something doesn't scare you and you see some little girl just looking at you, just like eh, look at her back and go, oh shit, where's your mom at? Is she that crack whore back in line three? Like, let me go get Karen. Karen, come get your little one, and she will be dying laughing, glad you showed up. But uh, also, what brought me to that is uh, there were these teenagers. I never got a good look at them, but they're the typical. You want to punch them in the face when they talk. Oh, the ones that try to swing on Demetrius? Yeah. Well, they were behind us bitching the whole time. Oh, at Land of Illusions. Pretty much doing what you were just talking about. Yeah, no. Sorry, but teenagers are... Teenagers act like they're tough. But we scare them every time. Every time we get them. Every time. Because they're also the easiest, easily scared. Oh, yeah. They're doing that acting tough because they're fucking nervous. Walk in, they're like, oh, man, this ain't going to be shit. It's all fake. Like, okay, um, you actually don't know if it's all fake. That's the one That's the one good thing about a haunted attractions. You don't know if it's all fake. Some people go as far as getting cadavers and hanging them up. And like, And that's completely legal. Like, they're preserved, but that's a real dead body in front of you. Like, that was somebody that was, wa- that was walking this plane of existence, like, not two weeks ago. Like, and they're staring at you, dude. Like, that's pretty fucking creepy. But it's shit like that that they always get scared every single fucking time. And they always want to try to fight somebody in mm-hmm. there. Like, oh, man, I'll swing on a motherfucker tries to scare me. Like, okay, you know what? Go ahead. I dare you to come to one of my haunts and fucking swing on any of my actors. You'll be, you will be 60 deep into an ass beating. Understand that. Understand that we band together on shit like that. And on top of that, you're not the only fucking person in that room. Like, if you are in a group of six people and three of you are teenagers acting like an asshole, the other three are going to jump in to help beat your ass because you're acting like an asshole. You're ruining the fucking experience. You're a dick. And as a former haunt worker, what they were, this experience at Land of Illusion with the the couple of douchebags, it almost threw, it, it put me in a different mindset. I was there to have fun. I almost stood up for the fucking actors. Just because. Oh, I would have. Like, the actors seemed like they were handling it well. They weren't getting shitty back with them. They well, were trying you know, to joke with them. You know, they're used to it. But also, you know me. I'm not the type to step up or talk up. No, Unless and, it's very specific situations. Uh, oh, no. And, and you know, I'm, a, I'm that guy that, you know, when I was a scarer, you know, when I was just a lonely peon, that I can get anybody laughing. Like... I can get any drunk crowd laughing, any teenagers behind me, or if they wanted to insult me, oh my God, they left in tears. Because one thing I'm good at at this plane of existence is insulting people. 
Like uh, I've said that your gene pool needs a little bit more chlorine. Um, I can't believe we evolved this far into, into the human race and just, just end up having you. Um, your mother should have swallowed. I'm your real dad. Uh, let's see you now. Best stain. The best part of you ended up as a brown stain on the mattress, um, which I stole that one from Full Metal Jacket. Uh, God, there's so many that's in my brain. I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna just gonna tear you the fuck apart. Like even from what I see of you, I'm gonna tear you in half. And you are going to be either a fucking mad at me, and you're gonna want to fight me, and I'm gonna ruin your night just by talking because you ruined everybody else's night around them. Or b, you're gonna question your fucking life at the end of it. Like, damn. I pissed him off. They're like, oh, man, you pissed him off so bad. And it's one of those like, damn, he was right, though. (laughs) I'm that guy. My favorite insult you ever told me you used was about the beluga whales. Oh, good God. I can't actually speak about that on the microphone. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care what species of beluga you are. I will. I will fucking extinct you. (laughs) She had to Google Beluga. <laughs> I had to and, spell it for her. <laughs> and then the funny thing, you're uh, the latest kid you had, the baby shower. Mm-hmm. I got you a Beluga book for the kid. I laughed so fucking hard at that. I, mean, I was like, that's so perfect. But it, it, it's a. Uh, but every time we had that group, it was like, you can't scare me. I have fun with them. I'm never the last scare for a good fucking reason. I'm the anchor. What the anchor is, and the anchor is the one that if you can't scare them, you get them off their guard. So the last scare can. And there was a few customers that actually, come to think about it, there at least wasn't at least one person scared in every group that came through with ours, which that's pretty actually pretty normal. But there was that one guy. His name's John John. That motherfucker would walk. I don't know. He went through the line like 15 times a night. And he sold the scares for us. Like those guys. Oh my God. Like I tried to hire him. Like, did you want to come in here and scare? He's like, nah, man. He's like, he goes, no, nah, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep fucking with people. I bring, I'm like, <laughs> I like you. We love those people. No. Like- and, and on top of that, he brought me the black crowd single fucking handedly. Like once he did one pass through my God, it was, a, it was just the fucking line just like went from like 15 rednecks and a you know baby to like, Oh shit, Compton. <laughs> and, it, and not only that, man, it's just like they told two friends, they told two friends, blah, blah, blah. And it just went so much. And it even got to the church crowd. Yeah. 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 It did. <laughs> it got, <laughs> although we did have a, officers and firefighters walk through and you know sheriff's office and whatnot and one of them pointed a gun at nick's head um he wasn't supposed to have it there but he had his he had a gun and i didn't so <laughs> i wasn't gonna argue and he was like a six foot six sheriff too man he was a big son of a bitch and how nick scared him i well i know how nick scared him he stood really still with the mask on like arms flared out and shit he looked like a fucking statue and so when the fucking sheriff comes up and pokes his mask and goes damn that looks real he just goes thank you <laughs> and like and no he, after he said thank you he was staring down the barrel of a 44 magnum he was like oh shit because <laughs> he had that gun drawn that fast and then he radios me he's like uh dude there's a guy with a gun in here there's a guy with a gun in here i was like uh fuck hold on and i radio joe he's like joe you got your gun he's like yeah but just get him after the door i was like okay that's weird usually joe's gonna point the gun at this guy's head and walk him out Nope, big-ass sheriff. 
he comes in. I was like, hey, did you pull a gun on one of my actors? He goes, I sure the fuck did. Dude scared the shit out of me. I was like, oh, thank God. I was like, oh, thank God. I was like, you about turned him into a prop. But <laughs> he lost his mind on that one. I was like, yeah, you, I understand you're allowed to carry. I get that. I said, but for the safety of my actors, could you please, next time you come through, leave it in your vehicle? He's like, well, what happened? And he tried to hit me with the scenario like, well, you're saying you want me to put my gun up. What happens if there's somebody in here with a gun? I'm like, sir, you do realize that there's 15 people behind that curtain right there that's armed that was ready to come out here and beat your ass on my say-so. Like, I don't care what kind of gun you have. Get rushed by a, by a group of people. You may take one or two out, but you ain't taking all of them out. He just goes, fair point, fair point. <laughs> and ever since then, man, we had cops. We had fucking, you know, local cops, sheriffs, state troopers, fucking fire department come through. We had a, a service to the military. A couple of military guys came through. Man, it was actually really, really fun. I, I want to do one again so bad. but um, I do too. But there's good reason why we can't because 1701 over there, like mom and dad were toying with the idea. Like I had my foot in the door on that one. But them going over there and reevaluating it, it's such in a decrepit state that it would not be legal or safe to have anybody in there. So it has to be torn down. So they're having that building torn down. They're erecting a, uh, a, a storefront and they're going to try to rent it out because they're going to leave this to me. Nice. Well, dad came in here earlier, saw all the work that I did and he just goes, damn boy, who came in here and helped you? I went, nobody. So I had a red bull and a full night of sleep. And bam, yeah, did some shit, but it, it was, you know, I, I miss working at a haunt. I do. I like, I, I want to do, I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast here, but I do want to, you know, try to schedule an episode to where we get Joey in here yeah. and we go step by step by I mean, like, we did try today. Yeah, we did. We did. He's just not feeling but great. We need to go step by step and explain how a haunt works. Like. Like some of the rules, some thing, do's and don'ts on it. And me and him have opposing views on a few things. I'd like to talk, talk about that. Um, but I'm going to end it here. I'm Mr. Menthol. And that is the hostess that weighs the mostest. You said it wrong. The spooky hostess that weighs the mostest. No, you're still saying it wrong. Fine. Fuck it's, it. You say it. It's the spooky host who weighs the most. But you got titties. So? <laughs> See you guys.